Welcome to the Work Positive Podcast with your host, executive coach and culture architect, Dr. Joey Fawcett. Discover strategies and tactics that work positive as Dr. Joey talks with industry leaders who create a positive work culture that attracts top talent and reduces team turnover. Discover how you can create a work positive culture that increases productivity and profits. Here's your host, Dr. Joey. Hey, Work Positive Nation, I just read a report from CNBC that Monster.com, the job search site, had done a survey of American workers that said in 2023, now these are the respondents to this survey, and I I didn't catch how many people they surveyed, but enough for it to be a reliable and valid um, sample. 96% of the people surveyed by monster.com said they are looking for a new job in 2023. Man, I don't know about you, but that number is so large. I mean, it's Texas sized, right? It blew me away. I couldn't believe 96%. That's like every person on either side of you in, in cubicle nation or wherever you find yourself today, right? Or, or in remote work are looking for a new job. The primary motivation seemed to be related to inflation, and that is they're looking for more pay. Better pay, I think, was the exact quote. So if you are one, which you most likely are, (laughs) a member, if you're one of those people looking for a job, I mean, 9.6 out of 10, right? Looking for a new job in 2023. This episode is for you because I've got the man That's right. He's been at this for over 20 years. His book, 48 Days to the Life You Love, came out about 20 years ago. He's working on the updated version of that, which is going to come out for the 2025 version, helping you discover more about the work that you can be about, that you can gain fulfillment and satisfaction and purpose, all the things that a positive work culture brings for you. So help me welcome to this episode of the Work Positive Podcast, Work Positive Nation, my friend and soon to be your friend, Dan Miller. Dan, welcome to the Work Positive Podcast. Uh, Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here and honored to be your guest. Talk about this hot topic as you just laid it out there. This is at the top of everybody's mind. It's smoking right now, right? I mean, does that number 96% blow you away the way it does me? It does. I had not heard that. We've always heard, you know, somewhere in the 70s, maybe even 81%, but that's really, really high. And and people got spoiled during COVID. Uh, It was a downturn in some ways, but it opened people's eyes to all these new creative possibilities. Yeah. So people aren't feeling trapped anymore. They realize they can be in the driver's seat and thus the high number that you just gave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and again, better pay was um, their listed primary motivator. But of course, Dan, there's so many other factors that impinge upon, you know, intangible paychecks. I like to call them as a part of finding the work you love and living the life that you love. By the way, Dan Miller, I, I've got to tell you, wrote forward to my book, Work Positive in a Negative World Team Edition, and I continue to be grateful for that. He comes from an agrarian background. I live on a little farm, so we have lots of fun things to talk about. I guess we both love tractors. That would be a good starting point, right? Yes. But Work Positive Nation, whenever I'm with Dan Miller, I feel like a bit of an underachiever because he has 17 grandchildren and I only have one. 
Now, I, I have a great deal of quality in my one, but man, it'd be a lot of pressure on one grandchild to make up for 17, right? So maybe you can come back on another podcast and, and talk about family management. I mean, how does one manage 17 grandchildren? I don't know. I don't have a clue. But, well, it, it's a hoot. We have them here, even though they're spread around the country. They love to come to our place. Their grandma makes it the kind of place every grandkid want to, wants to come to. And I get to be the beneficiary of that as well. Uh, but they interact so well. Do they? It's, it's like a small company to have them all together. And of course, there <laughs> I am, you know, nurturing their own questions about their work life. What kind of work life are you going to go into? Wow. If you can't find it, how can you create it? So exactly what we're talking about here, that's what I do with my grandkids anyway. That's amazing. Now, so they call Joanne grandma. They call her Yaya. Yaya. Yes. <laughs> My wife would love that from the Yaya sisterhood, right? Yes. And, and what do they call you? They call me Papa. Papa. What a great name. I just got a mug sent to me yesterday from one of my grandkids, much like what you showed me you're drinking out of today. But that's right. Yep. yep got yep. the got the Papa on there. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm certifiable. I'm the best pops ever. So well, there you I, go. I think yours should send you the best Papa ever. That, that would be <laughs> awesome, right? Yeah. So, man, I'm, I'm so intrigued. This is more than just a, um, a topic you write about and you've written so well for so long. It's more than just a topic that you've been doing a podcast since 06 around, right? Uh, by the way, Work Positive Nation, feel free to, when you get an opportunity to go to 48days.com, those are two numbers, 4 and 8days.com, and, and scroll through there as you're listening to this podcast, unless you're on the Peloton or walking the dog or something, because Dan's got so many great resources for you there. And you can begin today creating the life that you're going to love yourself for creating. I'm intrigued that you sit down with your grandchildren and you talk about how are you going to do this? How are you going to find the work that you love? What sorts of questions do you ask them, Dan? You know, what I want to do is help them follow their curiosity Mm. We've come historically from generations where there were a lot of clear familial expectations about what the next generation would do. Right. Now, I, I happen to have made a pretty good living in working with the 45-year-old who has a JD or an MD or a DDS behind his name. Mm. And he realizes, you know, I'm living somebody else's dream, not my mm. own. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. And it's typical, you know, the attorney's son kind of grows up with the expectation he's going to be an attorney. Mm-hmm. You know, the lady who's a teacher or little girls think, well, I'm going to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. In today's environment, people realize they aren't locked into narrow options. There's a plethora of choices out there, a broad spectrum of work options, mm-hmm. as well as specific careers. And we see people that are changing careers, not just jobs, changing yes. careers every four or five years. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of volatility. So with my grandkids, I'm just helping them follow their curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I have to resist the temptation to very quickly frame that in what kind of occupation that would lead to. Yes. Now, how do you separate their curiosity from an occupation? Because most of us say, son, you should be blah, blah, blah. Daughter, you should be blah, blah, blah. How do you separate curiosity and occupation? Well, because that curiosity can lead in so many ways. You know, my my wife is an artist and she nurtures the artistic skills of our grandkids. So we see them doing those things. Well, Hmm. I had a lady come to our property up in Tennessee I had a a big cedar tree 
that in the spring of one year did not come back to life. I still don't know what happened to it. It was about a 65 foot tree, big wow. tree, didn't come back to life. Mm -hmm. Now, instead of just cutting that down, like most people would do, and then remove the stump, mm -hmm. I thought, you know, there's got to be something that we could do that we'd be more creative with that tree. Mm -hmm. So I had a lady come out who was a wood sculptor. She oh, wow. had never done a standing tree before. It was always doing work on her workbench in her, in her shop. Uh -huh. She said, well, I'm not sure, you know, this will work. And I said, well, the worst that could happen is you mess it up. And I cut it down anyway, <laughs> would be an option. Sorry, dad, lady. <laughs> and she released this amazingly beautiful Eagle wow. wingspans about seven feet wide. The wings are the first two branches that went out. Oh, wow. She released what was already there. And it was just hmm. a landmark thing to come see for everybody in that part of the community. Mm -hmm. Now that's a little girl whose skills as an artist or whose affinity for artistic things could have taken a lot of different directions. She could have been a designer sitting in a cubicle somewhere. Mm -hmm. If she could have followed traditional visual arts, mm -hmm. she could have just put that aside as a hobby and gone and gotten a nice corporate position. Mm -hmm. She's a wood carver. Mm -hmm. Now that's the kind of thing though. See, you're never going to meet with an um, occupational advisor in college or high school right. who says, gee, you ought to grow up to be a, a wood carver. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, you just don't connect the dots like before. that. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, That's a very unique happen. application. Those are the things that I get excited about with my grandkids because mm. there's so many unique applications. I've got a 15 year old granddaughter who is already a cer certified herpetologist. She wow. takes college classes in herpetology. Oh my she understands the patterns of iguanas is one example. And she is highly requested to come to nat national state parks to not only help them catch because those are invasive here where we live in Florida, yep. not only help catch, but to educate adults about them, to educate mm -hmm. them about snakes. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not the scary thing that we grew up to believe they were. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know where that's going to go with her, if that'll turn into some kind of an occupate. Right now, it's delightful to see how much fun she's having exploring that world. Mm. So, Dan, I'm, I'm sensing that uh, the message that 96% of all American workers who are looking for a new job in 2023 are getting is instead of looking for the perfect job or perfect occupation, look inside yourself and ask yourself, what am I curious about? You are so right. A lot of those 96% of the people, they're just following the trends. Who's hiring yeah. Gee, my cousin, Bob, got a job at XYZ Company. I'll apply there. Yeah. And they're, they're looking for what will ultimately be Band-Aid solutions. Mm. It's not going to be a long-term satisfaction. You know, they chase getting a dollar more an hour, yeah. you know, or $20,000 more a year, whatever it happens to be. Mm -hmm. And it's just a Band-Aid solution because unless they've really looked inward first mm. and figured out what am I curious about, mm. what am I passionate about, what do I really, really develop talent around, unless they've done that sequence, they're going to be looking again next year. For that next year, next and the next dollar, year. dollar or more. And that's right. They'll be, just be jumping through hoops mm -hmm. and see their work as simply an income generator. Whereas work is so much more than that. Oh, so wow. If people miss those hidden values of mm -hmm. work, mm. it really makes life tough. Oh, it makes, 
you know, we yesterday, Joey, on my podcast yesterday, I went through 10 songs that talk about Mondays. Oh, Guess how goodness. many of those framed Mondays in a positive light? Okay, Zero. Let's see. I'm thinking of the mamas and papas from my generation, Monday, Monday. There you um, go. Just Can't trust that day. One. Yeah, just, just another manic Monday, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> yep. Wow. Yep. Ten, ten Carpenters, you know. Mondays uh, always let me down. Rainy and days and Mondays. Everybody <laughs> assumes that Friday is wonderful because you get to quit this stinking job and have two days to mm. do something you really enjoy. Mm. And then you're back to the salt mine on Monday. Mm. What a novel idea. What if you really figured out something that you enjoyed? Mm. And yes, it's not unreasonable to expect that which you enjoy to create significant income. Mm. But those go together. You know, you can't really be your best if you're not loving what you're doing. And to think that you're going to be compensated well for something that you don't enjoy, mm. nobody wins in that scenario. Nobody. And and companies are discovering that day after day after day. By the way, playing uh, the earworm for me right now is lover boy working for the weekend. So I'm hearing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> we could go that. all day long uh, yeah. on songs that negate the value of work. Yes, exactly. Well, the red flag for me in looking at that CNBC report was the primary motivator of 96% of all Americans was looking for better pay. Let's mm -hmm. spend a few minutes, Dan, talking about some of those things that are what I call the intangible paycheck, the, the positive work culture characteristics that get you out of bed in the morning and send you to work with a smile on your face instead of I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. One of the things we talk about Work Positive Nation is attracting top talent. Positive work cultures attract top talent. So let's say I'm, I'm in a company, Dan, and rather than assuming that the grass is greener on the other side of the hill, I'm going to stay in that job and I'm going to fertilize my own work culture. What's one thing I can do to enhance my own work self? that will help the company attract top talent, which will increase all of our productivity and profits. If somebody really feels connected to the overall vision of the company, that's really important. Hmm. A lot of times when companies reach kind of a, a tipping point, almost in terms of size and number of employees, mm -hmm. where the employees no longer feel connected to the overall project. You know, it used to be that cars were handmade and the person would be part of the process all the way through. Mm. When I we went to the assembly line, all you got to do is put this little nut on this bolt and do that a thousand times a day. They lose the sense of I'm creating a car that a mm. family's going to ride in when they go on vacation, they're going to enjoy it. Mm. If they aren't connected to that end result, mm. then it becomes just a menial task, no matter what level that is, right. it becomes a task. So they have to be connected to the overall picture. I have a, a gentleman in my mastermind who's in charge of the landscaping at Ole Miss University. Oh, yeah. Is that Jeff McManus? Yes, yes. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff, right. Absolutely. What a great guy. Well, he is. He, I love his overview of working with people who are really entry-level employees oh, yeah. who are paid you know, they're, they're making $15, $18 an hour. Yeah. He wants them to recognize you are responsible for attracting the next Peyton Manning here. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. 
because parents' decisions are heavily weighted by the physical beauty of a campus yes. in terms of where they send their children. Mm. That's a big, big factor. Huge. You're part of this. Mm-hmm. You're part of making this camp that people have the vision of Ole Miss that they do. And it attracts top rated athletes and students from all around the world. Mm. I love that perspective. He wrote a little book, Weeders into Leaders. Yes. He talks about where instead of just viewing that person, you know, get out there and pull those dandelions. No, they're leaders. You have the responsibility to make this whole campus beautiful. So there has to be that kind of overall connection. And that's a big part to keeping somebody motivated about what they're doing. Yeah. So in the company, what uh, let's say I'm part of that 96% or if I'm in my company currently, one of the things that I need to do then is to align my personal purpose with the company mission and look for alignment there. So if you remember those 96% that are out there looking for new work in 2023, okay, have the have the pay conversation. However, understand that in order for you to be top talent and to be at peak performance for yourself, you need to ensure you're going somewhere or you're with a company with which your own sense of purpose, dare I say calling in the world, aligns with that company mission. That's great, Dan. Okay, let's say I'm I'm going into a new company or I'm in my current company and again, I'm fertilizing. What can I do to, we just attracted top talent, what can I do to help reduce team turnover? We know that companies lose, what, two and a half times a person's salary when they walk out the back door because you've got to go through the search process and you've got to train them up, onboard them, blah, 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 ensure the culture fit and what have you. But let's say in a company, what can I do to make sure that team turnover is reduced? It has to be looked at individually. Okay. And sometimes, again, companies lose that sense of the individual people they have there. These are not just hmm. a, a set of hands or a brain that gets work done. Hmm. It is a real person. Yeah. So there has to be time invested. And a lot of times leaders kind of resist the idea that they have to engage with their people on a personal level, mm. especially we see this and we, we, we hear a lot about the, the volatility in a technological companies right now, Absolutely. massive layoffs. Yep. And in those, a lot of times there's not there. Well, I got to be careful about how I frame this. A lot of times <laughs> people who are in positions of leadership in those companies are not empathetic people oriented by nature. Mm-hmm. They're more task driven. Yeah. And so they're just looking at the bottom line. Right. That's a very dangerous position. So mm-hmm. there has to be that affirmation of, of people and a recognition of what's important to them. There are companies now who are actually hiring dream managers. So identify what is your dream? Oh, gee, I'd always wanted to get a college degree. Well, we're going to help you do that. Oh, gee, I really need a new car. Well, we're going to figure out a way that you can do that. I mean, I love that kind of leaning in. There's a term right now that I'm sure you're familiar with, and it's called quiet hiring. And it means to reduce turnover instead of just trying to fill the slot one more time because somebody left. Look at the people that you've got. Mm -hmm. Really lean in. Maybe it's repositioning them. Mm -hmm. I have a a gentleman I'm working with right now. He's a leader in a major company. Mm -hmm. And he had two people who were sent to him where the company told him these people are on their way out, you know, just tolerate them until we figure out a way to get rid of them. Oh no. (laughs) One of those has gone through four levels of promotion. 
wow. under the leadership of this gentleman that I'm working with because he's so amazing at figuring out what is this person's unique talent? How can we engage that unique talent instead of just superimposing? Well, we want you to do this and you don't fit. How can we massage that? So everybody wins. That goes a long way at a retention. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, we're back to your earlier statement. These are people. These are human beings. Yes. Human doings. So when we can begin to recognize that and identify them in that way, and that's what your leader has done, your, your example of leader, then we begin to do things like, wow, making those dreams come true. That's recognizing that work is about the whole person. And that's really a redefinition of work. In fact, I like to think about it, you know, Dan, we've been through the great resignation, which led to the great regret because all those millions of people that left one job found out that the culture was just as screwed up in the next job, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then what did that lead to? Quiet quitting, right? Yeah. But I love what you're talking about there is quiet hiring, that homegrown talent. What an awesome way of reducing team turnover. Dan Miller is my guest on this episode of the Work Positive Podcast. Go to 48days.com right now. You'll find amazing resources there. Obviously, Dan's a great guy. And be sure to subscribe to his podcast, whatever you're whatever you're listening to this on. Be sure to go there and, and pick up 48 Days because he drops nuggets every single episode, just like he's dropping with us today. So, Dan, what are some of my challenges? Whether I'm staying in my current company or whether I'm out there among the 96% that are competing for a smaller number of positions now, what are some of the challenges that I'm going to encounter? As an individual who's part of the 96%, right? one of the challenges, one of the necessities from that end is to be really clear about what your most marketable skills are. Hmm. So you're not just looking to fit yourself into a slot. The more you spend time on introspection, I mean, in in my materials, I encourage people to spend 85% of the time looking inward. 15% is the application, but people typically reverse that where again, they just watch the trends, who's hiring, where the new job opportunities, they just follow that. Mm. Again, that can be a very short term fit. If somebody looks inward, and a lot of times this comes even after years of competent service somewhere. So somebody may have 22 years in with a company or in a particular profession, Mm -hmm. and then they kind of take this fresh look at who am I, what am I all about? Take a fresh Mm -hmm. look at how has God uniquely wired me Mm. and what are my personality tendencies? Mm -hmm. A lot of times people have, I'm throwing too many things in here, Joe, I apologize. A lot of times people have been victims of the Peter Principle. You remember that back in the 70s? Lawrence Peter wrote a book, Peter Principle, where people get promoted out of their areas of competence. Mm -hmm. Still very, very competent. A bank will have somebody who's a great little teller who takes care of things and they reward that person by making them a department manager where now they have to hire and fire people. Mm -hmm. They have to make decisions that they have to get out and create commercial accounts, things that don't fit them at all. And the company thinks they're rewarding them. Mm -hmm. So as an individual, you need to do your own internal assessment. Mm -hmm. What is it that really resonates with me? What are Mm -hmm. my passions, my talents? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means a reset in terms of direction, which really has never been easier to do. So you don't need to just base your 
approach to a company based on your history. A lot of times people think, well, I've got 15 years of doing this, so all I can do is repeat that. And yep. frankly, a lot of career coaches, that's what they do. This is what you have done, so we'll find you another opportunity to do that. Uh-huh. Now, I, I've worked a lot with people who have professional degrees. You know, there's acronyms behind their name, like a DDS or an MD or mm-hmm. MDiv or whatever. Yeah. And again, by virtue of that, they feel somewhat trapped in what they can do. Even there, they're not. Right. We can make dramatic realignments in what a person does, mm-hmm. even if to the external world, it looks like they've really just negated what their training was. That's probably not true. We can reposition mm-hmm. that, but the person to be in the driver's seat to make the maximum beneficial contribution in a company needs to look inward 85% of the process before they go address the 15%. Where does this fit? Mm. So you're reminding me of one of my favorite metaphors in speaking about this, and that is repotting. I've had a client for a long time and he came to me because he wanted to repot. And every seven years he was repotting himself. I I love that. uh, Philodendrons over my shoulder here. This, this office complex is filled with philodendrons and it's because I keep repotting them and they keep growing and I do cuttings and rootings and things Uh like that. So man, yeah, it is so much easier today than ever before to repot yourself and, and to root yourself in a different in a, in a different way. I love that. Friends, uh, go to 48days.com right now. Dan, tell us uh, what some of the resources are that we can find there at your website. There are resources if somebody wants to identify their passion mm-hmm. and what that would look like in terms of work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. Mm-hmm. We also have the resources there. A lot of people these days are saying, you know, I'm tired of being vulnerable in just this one type of setting. And I keep hearing about these people who are doing things on the side. That's a real popular topic right now. I just did a webinar on how to use 15 hours a week to start a side business. Oh wow! Um, We had a lot of people show up for that. And a lot of people are doing that. So it's not to just get rid of the core career or income. Mm. What if you could do something on the side where you spend 10, 15 hours a week doing that? We all have that much discretionary time. So there are a lot of resources for that there as well. Mm, excellent. That's 48 days. The number's four and eight, 48days.com. And uh, your podcast has been going on for how long, Dan? Since December of 2006. Wow, so that's incredible. And then I, I was on radio in Nashville for six years prior to that. So I uh, love this medium of being able to talk to people yeah. and address the questions, the questions people have today. I could not dream up my wildest dreams, the situations that people are in. But uh, I love helping people address those things that that they see as obstacles that may, in fact, be stepping stones. Uh, You remind me of Dr. Peel's, my favorite quote of Dr. Norman Vincent Peel, that within every adversity lies the seeds of opportunity. Oh, yes. And and that's what 96% of Americans are struggling with now, right, is that adversity. So you've heard us talking today, Work Positive Nation, about things when you're out there seeking another position, things to look for, things you can do instead of just defining your work in terms of a paycheck, things that will actually bring you some intangibles like fulfillment, satisfaction, 
um, and your purpose aligning with the company purpose. So, Dan, what's one thing? What's one thing we can do? Whether I'm remaining, I'm the four percent remaining in the company, or I'm the ninety six percent out here looking for another position. What's one thing I can do today to help my company create a positive work culture? I think it's to look inward to do that internal assessment, hmm. to be introspective. To go there, even though it may seem like that's a circuitous way to benefit the company, it still is the most direct way to benefit not only the company, but yourself. It's the old Shakespeare saying, know thyself, do thine own self be true, then thou canst not be false to any man. There's a lot of people out there who are being false to the company because they're trying to be something that they're not. And this doesn't mean that everybody needs to just wake up and decide, I need to quit my job today. Mm -hmm. There can be in companies a lot of this subtle realignment, the quiet hiring, seeing opportunities, volunteering for something or describing. I talked to a gentleman this morning who is with the company and he was frustrated. He described a position that the company he thought the company needed. Guess what? He's got that position. That's company car higher pay, the whole thing. He just described what he thought the company needed Hmm. and recognized he was a candidate for that. And they said, you're it, go for it. So that, Hmm. but looking introspectively to really get clear on who am I and what do I have to offer benefits everybody involved. And that is so empowering, Dan, rather than giving away all my personal authority and responsibility to the company whomever that company might be and just looking, looking, looking for a company that I might stumble into that fits me. But instead I'm knowing myself, I'm being true to myself. And then that allows me to offer my best self through work to the company. And since we spend 70% of our waking hours at work anyway, let's give our best selves, right, Dan? And that gives that kind of internal knowledge, that kind of personal knowledge and understanding, then gives somebody confidence, boldness, enthusiasm about presenting themselves. They don't have to show up and just knock on a door and beg for a job. No, they show up. Hey, guess what? You're about to benefit from what I'm bringing to the table. Mm -hmm. There's that kind of not cockiness, but confidence Mm -hmm. that should be part of any of those 96% of people who are looking for a new opportunity. So quiet hiring leads to quiet confidence. How about yes. <laughs> yes. Dan Miller has been my guest. When you get a minute, it's in the show notes. Go to 48days.com. Do yourself an immense favor and go there. There's free resources. There's tons of other resources that you can access. Go to your favorite, wherever fine books are sold and get yourself a copy of 48 Days to the Life You Love. You will thank yourself tomorrow, five years from now, and for the rest of your life for reading Dan Miller's book. Dan, it's been an amazing honor and privilege for me to have you on this episode of the Work Positive Podcast. Thank you, my friend. I pray everything good upon you and Joanne and those 17 grandchildren. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I hope we've stirred the cobwebs for some people to think more positively about the options they have today because they're all around us. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Work Positive Podcast. Please share this podcast with your friends who are HR and small business leaders so they can do one thing today to create a positive work culture that increases productivity and profits. I'd like to give you a free Work Positive course just for listening. It's called Something to Talk About, and it's transformed the work conversations of so many people all over the world. Get your free copy when you go to workpositive.today slash something to talk about 
and you can start transforming your conversations today. Remember, it pays to work positive.